This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Futurology Show, proudly brought to us by MTN Business. Hello, B2. Hey, B1. How's it going? Good, man. So what do you think? I mean, people can't see, but we are sitting in our brand new studio. It is pretty cool. It I like is pretty everything cool. Everything is cool. It's so shiny and new. I know. It's so nice. But I'm sure we can change that really soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people, I mean, you can't see. Maybe it's up on the website and that. But um, with our new sister company or sister station, rather, Touch Central, we have uh, moved Cliff Central into... And definitely, in my opinion, a much better studio. I must say, Brett, that uh, last night was a bit of a sleepless night for me moving on to an analog uh, mixer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so for anyone who's never, ever worked a mixer or mixing desk or whatever the right word is for these things that, that we, we use for radio, we used to have a nice, easy digital one. And now we've got all these knobs. So I've got lots just of keep knobs. keep them shiny, bro. I'm going to keep them shiny, buddy. That's cool. Um, but so I the faders don't just have their ups and downs anymore. There's, uh, with digital desks, there's all these we buttons. We can go up and, and down and round and, and round and all those cool things. So cool. it's lacquer. So anyway, let's go back to um, the usual form. App of the week. Proudly brought to you by hashtag MTN Business. And Futurology as well. But okay, that's a second pun, so why not? Thanks, yeah. MTN. We really like you guys for sponsoring the show, so, so it's awesome. Be- before I go into the app, I actually want to give you a little bit of an update. I don't know if you remember four months ago, I talked about Nexar, which was an AI um, dash cam that you could use on your iPhone. Oh, yeah? So it overlaid all the information. They announced this last week that it's now available for Android. So... You know, we called an app as an innovative app, and obviously the market demand is there that they've now gone and rolled out into Android. And we see that a lot with people that don't develop apps, don't realize. You know, to build in the two different uh, operating systems is not always easy. So, um, yeah, well done, Nexar. You've you've moved into Android, I suppose, Excellent. a bigger market. But the app of the week this week is called Bottles. So we're in springtime. Um, we've got Bra Day coming up for you listening overseas, Barbecue Day on the 24th. And um, what Bottles is all about, I think this is brilliant. Okay, so it's called Bottles um, Alcohol App or Alcohol Delivery App. So when you're at South a bra, African app, eh? yeah, South African. So well done, guys. So when you're at a bra and you kind of run out of beer, okay, someone has to go on a beer run. But if you've run out of beer, it means you shouldn't be going anywhere, let alone running. <laughs> so what they do is they will deliver within 60 minutes. So like when you crank that last beer where the guy takes a cigarette lighter and he, and yes. he, um, he uh, pops it open, um, yeah, you can hit the app. They're rolling out and into quite a few And a responsible human being gets there with a, a Brings new it for you. Your credit Fantastic. cards are already listed. I mean, I really think that's a, that's a great, great app. It's well thought out. You don't actually have to leave the fun either. And the service will be brilliant because you never want to argue with a drunk person, <laughs> a drunk, thirsty person. A drunk, thirsty person. So, yeah, that was my um, app of the week this week. I, I downloaded the app of the week on the Apple Store. Yeah. And it was a game, and it's called Noodles. I know. It's awesome, hey? And I haven't stopped playing it since. I know. And it's one of those one of those little time wasters or those like mind-numbing games that just help you Woosah the day a little bit. Well, talking about so time wasting. Noodles is very good if you haven't got it. I think it's still the free app. So It is. I think the free app comes out every Friday. Okay, We're going to cool. be talking lots about Apple just now. But um, I must just say as well, you know, big up to you and uh, for the effort that you made. You're jumping on a plane overseas tonight. Correct. Yeah. So you're going from going here to, to the airport. Yeah, pretty much. I hope you're going. I hope you've got lounge access because it's yeah. going to be a hell of a we long do. day. We've, we do. Uh, I've just been told that our flight's been delayed somewhat, so oh, okay. uh, we'll be making good use of the lunch time. All right, perfect. Well, there's won't good stop whisk. the emails though, so we'll okay, be busy. Okay, Well, you can noodle as well. You can doodle as well. Oh no, wait, noodle, you can't. Noodle, doodle, can noodle. <laughs> All right, so Google. 
Yes. I'm going to be speaking about Apple a lot, but Google's now competing with Uber. Yes. Okay. So they own Waze. Now, if anyone doesn't mm-hmm. use Waze, please start using Waze. It's amazing. I mean, I've saved so many hours um, in in the traffic using Waze. For those people that don't know Waze, it's basically like Google Maps. Crowdsource traffic. But crowdsource traffic. Yeah. So you tell people where there's accidents and cops and all those things and cops and more cops and accidents <laughs> and cops. You can see where I'm going with this. But what they've done is because Google or Alphabet owns Waze, they've looked at the Uber model and they're now, they're trying it now in San Francisco. They want people to carpool. Um, so they're offering really competitive rates, cheaper than Uber, to get two people that are going to be moving in the same direction to actually carpool together. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting space to watch. That's and one see. of the great things. Sorry to interrupt. No, one no. of the great things about Waze is, it's not just helping the individuals with their traffic routing, but because everybody, the more people that start to use it, the better the crowdsource information is. The nice thing is it starts to redirect flows of traffic. So we actually have less traffic jams because there are. I didn't are, realize that. Yeah. So I actually what, didn't realize that. It actually that. gives you the least, the path of least resistance each time. And if you, once that path is full up, then the person a hundred cars back gets another path and it sort of distributes. Well, the traffic. that really is clever. So a good reason for more people to start using it. Okay, I just use it for the cops. I'll yes, be brutally yeah. honest. But, uh, Big Spotter was sure. good, but Waze is rocking yeah. it. <laughs> okay, but now I have to moan at Google. And I don't moan at Google often, okay? But they're so busy worrying about Uber and Waze and blah, blah, blah. They have canned Project Aura. Now, for those of you that don't remember phone. us talking. Yep, the modular oh. phone. So they've canned Project Aura. Um, they're arseholes as far as I'm concerned because <laughs> they've basically said it's not viable. Da, 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 people demands, look, guys, don't talk crap. You wouldn't have invested all the time and effort into building it if there wasn't a demand for it and it wasn't viable. Because um, essentially what they've done then is they've, they've just completely absorbed a Kickstarter project and that phone block. Yeah. And now they're just not doing it. Well, they haven't been total enemies of the state. Okay. Um, I mean, they haven't gone quite Trump on us just yet. They have said they're more than happy for like the Motorola's of the world and the, um, the Novos and that to do a license deal with them and take it over. That's nice of them. Uh, yeah, but all <laughs> they've actually done though is exactly what you said, by absorbing phone blocks, who was already, I saw them in Barcelona in 2012, 2013, or, yeah, yeah. somewhere there. Um, they've just waited. Held them back by like three years, mm. but anyway, and we caught we called Apple out in that a couple of years, a couple of months ago as well for doing the same thing, same buying thing. guys out and then just shutting and them then down. shutting them down, hundred percent. So guys, stop bullying. There's enough for everyone to play in. All right, so I'm not hitting on Google anymore. Now I'm moving into Apple. So we're in spring. It's my favorite time of the yeah. year. Okay, awesome. I absolutely love spring. Um, but not only that, tonight for any fanboy out there, should we do the Star Wars theme? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, no, wait, I've, I've lost it. Okay. So, anyway, I've lost it too. I could think, of, I think I actually had Star Trek popping in my head. I had like a mixture of Superman and Indiana Jones. So that would have gone completely pear shaped. All right. So, I'm just putting a message out there to any of my clients. Yes, I do respond to email at night. Yes, I do care. Tonight, I don't give a shit. At uh, 10 o'clock Pacific time, Apple event comes on to talk about the new iPhones, um, the new iOS. There's rumors of a watch. Definitely getting watch three. Mm. I mean, we've seen the beta of that already. So it's a really, really, really special day for us. In fact, they should call it Apple Day. I don't know what day it is today. I mean, I know it's Wednesday, but uh, it should be Apple Day. Seventh of the night. But to just put a little bit of dampener on them, they got hit with a $14.5 billion tax bill from Ireland. Sweet. Yeah, sweet shit. (laughs) Um, Apparently, a deal was done between Apple and Ireland to reduce tax or manage tax 
because they were bringing in um, wealth or equity or I don't know, you know, one of these one of these type of deals. But effectively, instead of paying 12.5% tax, it was agreed to 1%. So I can kind of see why the EU was a little bit upset about that. Um, it sounds like a, something we would do here with the Guptas in Ireland recently. No. Anyway, so… They um, may have been. Nobody would know. They yeah. landed at some secret military airbase somewhere and snuck in via Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously Apple's going to fight it. Uh, but the point is, is that they've done it. It's $14.5 billion. It's going to have an effect on their shares. But they have been given a little bit uh, like a, a little early Christmas present because equally on the day of launch of the new iPhone, Samsung has had to recall their Note 7. Now, I must say… I don't bash brands that often except for Microsoft. Uh, did I just do it again? Um, anyway, so. It's a freebie. Uh, you know, the thing is, out of all the Samsung devices, the one that I've always liked, and in fact, I owned the first Note, is the Note, because you can use the stylus and you can write your notes. Our guest is sitting here today with a book, like the good old fashioned analog book in front of him. Big up for you. You can't chirp me back because his mic's off. But I love the concept of that, of that stylus and writing. Now, what came out yesterday, is that the final recall number is 2.5 million devices. Brett, that's a cutload of numbers. I mean, 2.5 million, the direct cost in hardware, the cost of recall, the cost and, of and brand you damage. And the first stylus, so they had to buy another one. So <laughs> no, I think they put the extra in the box. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll probably find the guys will hold on to the stylus. What, is, the, it, what is the plural of stylus? Styli? Stylies? I don't know. Styli eyes? Google it. Oh, well. Well, you can't use an Apple Note 7 for it, but uh, yeah. you can Google it. So... Yeah, it's a bit of a blow, but maybe that 14.5 billion will come in through sales of people not buying Samsung. Your favorite time of the day, Brett, Pokemon Chronicles. I've only oh. got one today, okay? Thought you were about to hand me a beer. No, they're, they're starting to soft cap all these guys that are cheating. So what's actually happening is we're finally getting rid of Pokemon. The downloads you can no are no longer make down. a business on Pokemon. No, you can't make oh, a business shame. on it. Poor guys. But they soft cap you. Um, my son's actually done it. He's downloaded a joystick that sits on top of his game so he can actually go somewhere without actually going somewhere. And the, all, the, all the notes, and he's like, Dad, check this out. As long as I don't go too fast, they won't soft ban me. And I'm like, dude, what? you're 10 years old. And he's already hacked the system. Yeah, he's got APKs running and all these. That's why I gave <laughs> him an Android. I, I don't let him on my network. So, yeah, they're starting to soft cap. Their numbers are starting to decrease. Um, happier times, VR. So, um, Yosemite, you know the big park in America, the big like natural place. In fact, Apple named their last OSs. It's just turned 100. And um, President Obama went there for the official um, celebration. But what they did is they filmed him as he walked through and he's narrated and they've turned it into a 360 video. So, you can watch it on Facebook. Excuse me. But you can also put it into headset mode. Yes. That's really cool. And then a little name from the past, um, not too many people, probably, mind you, I think they came back, was Alcatel. Do you remember Alcatel, the French company? They made cell phones many years ago, then they disappeared. And they, I think we saw them as handsets, like, yep. like PBXs. Yep. And I think recently they tried a, a game in the, in the um, smartphone market. They've just laid down a very, very cool gauntlet. No hardware required VR. So you don't have to put your phone into a tray or a cardboard or Oculus That's, has to. That used to together. be called imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no hardware required VR. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to think about things for a while. Oh, shit. You're still analog. Okay. Let me, let me rephrase that. No phone to be put in or no process has to be added and connected. Like Oculus, you have to okay. connect to a computer. Yeah. And Samsung, Gear, and, and even Zeiss, the things that we love. Yeah, yeah. You have to slide a phone. 
they actually bring out an all-in-one unit. So you actually pick up your VR headset for VR experiences. Okay, cool. So that's coming out uh, soon. So that whole space is really, really playing nicely. Nice. Um, what else have I got in my little news? On the VR side of it, I mean, the reason why I'm going overseas is to attend the IBC conference, the Inter- International Broadcast Conference okay. in Amsterdam. And uh, they've got a nice future zone. Is uh, They're launching it. Uh, they launched it about two, two years ago. But a big focus is going to be on not just VR, but 360 VR, obviously, but live 360 VR. You've so we're mentioned be, that before, that whole like live sense and all that kind yeah, of so stuff. So, so I'll have some, some good VR stuff to add when I get back in two weeks' time. So then you can talk uh, all the opening credits and take us through all yeah, this stuff. I think Definitely. It'll be quite yeah. fun. I'm gonna... Two weeks' time. Are you bunking next week? Oh, I'll be in Amsterdam next oh, week. It's a, week lo- it's a week-long conference. So they not have Skype in Amsterdam? I can try and Skype. Oh, okay, I good. have 27 meetings in four days. So I don't we'll try, care. We'll try and slot it in. This is important. To it, me, it's important. It is important. I mean, in my new fancy I'll studio, just, yeah? I'll put, I'll put the head of VR in the world on hold. Damn right. Or Does you know who ro- I am? We'll just rope him in. Just say, do you know who I am? <laughs> so, <laughs> Apple, uh, I, well, my last point on Apple, they've actually got a new target on their back. Huawei have made a, quite Huawei. a bold statement. They reckon by 2018, they will be the second biggest phone brand in the world. Good luck. Uh, Brett, I'm quite happy to back that pony, huh? <laughs> You're shaking your head. You know, I've played I with like their the devices. Sauce, no, no, no. I still like the Apple Source, I've, but I've played with Huawei's devices. Um, their build is good. Their quality is good. Mm. If you're using Android, using Android, it's not a bad device. Yeah. Um, They're very likely to drop about a million devices into Africa and be done with it. Yeah, well, this is the thing. But... Speaking of Android, in fact, and I, and I am going to digress because Huawei leads me to China, China, Tianma, whatever they call it. But another one that comes through the radar is ZTE. Yes. Okay. Now, ZTE is here, mm. but mainly in their dongles and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was sent a little care packet. So if you're listening, guys, at FNB, thank you. They sent me their new phones. So FNB, you know, and uh, B3 Bomber. Brett St. Clair, I'm so sorry, my bad. Your bot was innovative, but hell, these oaks have just moved it again. So FNB have gone into the phone business now. Yeah. They have their own branded phones. It's called the Conexus. Yeah. Um, I played with the top of the range and the bottom of the range. They have two. So there's an A and an X. The unpackaging was so awesome. I felt like oh, really? a kid the night before Christmas Eve. It just They just did such a fantastic job in packaging this um this device, the low end one is low end. It's what you would expect. That's the A one, yeah. The A, but I think it's like fifty bucks a month. So you know, what are you expecting? You can get into Android and smart devices for fifty rand a month. That's not a bad way to go. The other one, this X, which is where I spent my time. Mm. The 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 specs were good. It is a ZT. It says so on the box. It comes with a screen protector. It comes with a cover. It's branded FMB. And when you flip it over from the back, it actually looks like the iPhone four. It's got this round yeah. silver. It kind of looks like an, an you've got it open on your screen. Yeah, Android, it's like a Android sexy, on an iPhone. Yeah, it's a really, but it launches the FNB app as it starts up. Oh, so cool. it starts up. The home central focus is the FNB app, and there's some perks. I'm not going to sit here and, and punt the perks, but I was very, very impressed with the device. So I think what's coming out of China. My point that I was getting to is, uh, yeah, we, we're we're going to see some really good stuff. Do you think the Absobot works on the Connexus? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing that you uh, that you off to to uh, I'm Amsterdam out of the country for a while. Uh, anyway, so I've waffled. I've done. Been there. So hopefully, some insightful news. But um, we're now in guest number four. Am yep. I right? Yeah. So of the Gartner Aspiring Innovators, we are at guest number four, and we have with us Andrew. I think we can call him Andy. 
Papa Stefano. Oh, Welcome. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How's it going? So, um, Andy, I just have to say, I, and I was actually listening to the radio yesterday on, on uh, 94.7. They were talking all the day before. They were talking about names. And there's some poor guy in Durban called Dennis Cockhead. Okay. <laughs> and they phoned him. Now, I've never heard Darren Simpson not be able to pull off a prank call. But he just couldn't. <laughs> and the guys are like, Dennis Cockhead. And, and Derry just starts Confident, laughing. Okay, I'm not suggesting your name's Dennis Cockhead. I'm getting there. Okay, this is great. It's still great. And then everyone starts phoning about how, like, there's a Dr. Snook who's a gynecologist in Cape Town and, and all these things are going. When I read your surname, all that I can think of was the James Bond movie. I think it was Ian Fleming when they had the voodoo. It's like you only live once. And it was like Big Papa. It was like Papa Stefano or something like that. It was like this cool name. And like, you know, You're so, not a Bond villain, are you? No, no. He's not no. a Bond. He's actually a very cool guy. So, Andrew, you've got a company called Impression. As I said, you won, you're number four. Not that there's a rank. It's the fourth in our series of the Garten Aspiring Innovators. Um I know you've heard the show. I know how you – so I never, ever tell people what is it you do. That's your job. So your mic's on. Tell us what you do. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Brett. So as a as a business owner, I receive mails uh, all week long, people sending me proposals, quotations, contracts, where they ask me to print out these documents, sign it, and return it back. It's really frustrating because you've got to find a printer – um, make sure it's loaded with, with uh, ink and paper and print that document from your email. Uh, you've then got to sign literally one page of that, of that contract, scan it back into your email and send it back. Before you know it, you've lost 15 minutes and you end up shredding that, that paper copy. So what Impression lets you do is it lets you open up any document uh, directly from your mail on any device. You can review that document and sign it on the device, either using your finger or if you've got one, a stylus. <laughs> well, not on a Note 7, <laughs> 6 or anything below. <laughs> and uh, you can then immediately attach that signed document back to your email and, and send it back out. So, okay. So, I mean, effectively, you're, you're able to sign documents um, on a, on a device, or, well, it have to be a touchscreen, I assume. You can't do it on a PC, or can you? Am I wrong? Oh, uh, we've got a we've got an on-premise sort of PC version as well, where you can plug in a external signature tablet into the into the the PC or the laptop, and you can sign on these external sort of LCD screens, like the banks actually have. When you go and then you that's you our product. Credit that's card. right. Yeah, oh, so, is that your product? Yeah, so it's actually oh, okay. our product that you've seen in the bank, the big red one. <laughs> you know, it's actually the big red one. <laughs> we play nicely with everyone here. The yeah. big red one's all Brett, we, and we love Brett. I mean, he's co-hosted. In fact, I think Brett needs to come and be Brett next week. B3. Yeah, B3 can be B2 next week. Brett, if you're listening, please come and co-host with me next week. I'll be lonely. Um, so, you know, I was, I, I've spent a lot of time in the States, and I've been there many times. And I mean, at the, when you check out, when you, you know, when you go through the till points, They've always had that you can sign on a screen. You swipe your card, you sign, and off you go. And that's never come here. And I still don't see it. I mean, we've been a chip and pin society, mm. not a swipe. But I've always wondered why we haven't used that technology for, for other things. So, you know, I didn't realize that that was, that was actually where it all started for you. Yes, yeah. So we started in the banks. Um, uh, mobile devices weren't really prominent at that point when we rolled it out. Um, smartphones hadn't yet become a thing. So everyone was still going into the branches to sign these, these, these documents. And they were having to sign, you know, bundles of, of, of these paper documents, tons and tons of them, just to open up three, sure. three sets of products with the same bank. Yep. And uh, you were having to initial every page. 
um, you know, wait for that information to come back. If you missed a clause, they would come back and you'd have to sign that, that particular clause again. And uh, what they do now with that particular solution at, I can say it, at ABSA, uh, <laughs> my big red bank, um, uh, what they let you do now is with the digital signing, you can sign that document just once. Because the, the document is electronic, you can't remove pages, you can't change the text. By locking, uh, by signing that document, you lock the whole thing down as one indivisible unit. So there's no need to initial on every page. So from a customer experience perspective, that's a massive benefit for the customers when they come in. You know, they can sit down, they can sign just once, and then they can leave. That is very cool. Okay, yeah. so now I'm not interrogating you, okay, and I'm not, uh, I'm not going out to like see how I can poke holes, but there's the one thing that Brett and I spend a lot of our time on is looking at things like security. And, you know, we've had uh, a guest, and I spoke to Candice, by the way, Brett. Mm. She's keen when we keen. I said, so once we through this uh, this whole innovative cycle, um, we definitely need we to go security. back to we definitely need to go back to security. But I'm, I think a lot of my comments and I think a lot of the listeners' initial thoughts are going to go around security. So let me let me pose a couple of solutions. So the first thing that you said is you don't have to initial each page, okay? Now, with regards to law, and I'm talking about commercial law, okay, you have to initial every page. I mean, only recently we've been allowed to email things. We don't have to send faxes and, that, and have original documents. How will that stand up in a in a court of law? Has, has this been written? Is this part of the service that you offer? Um, you know, so I mean, the question is: I go into a bank or anyone that's going to be using impression for for that better uh, for that for that matter. Sorry, um, I only have to sign a block. Okay, and we can go through mechanics now, and they say, "Sweet, it's done. Off you go." The deal goes bad. Uh, for whatever reason, we go to court. I say, well, I didn't actually sign that page. I, I never initialed that term. Mm. Uh, ha- take us through that journey, sure. what that looks like now. Um, so you're not 100% correct on there being a legal requirement. You sound for like you my to, wife now. <laughs> <laughs> to sign every single page. Um, it, it's only very few types of documents where you have to sign every page, a will being an example of that. Okay. So for wills, you do have to sign every single page. Okay. Um, but most documents, it's not, a, it's not a legal requirement. They do that for their own protection. Um, they the, do that to waste my freaking ink. And, and they waste your time. And, yeah, absolutely. You and the information were in the same place at the same time. You read it. Yeah. So, I mean, Impression is fully compliant with all local South African laws and international laws. Uh, it's in use by banks. You know, we're opening bank accounts. We're selling insurance. Uh, we're signing proof of delivery documents uh, with, with this technology. So uh, it's very much... Uh, legally signed, and we've got the full audit trail that sits behind those those signed documents. So, okay, so I was wrong. I can't believe I actually <laughs> hold a second. Say it again. It was you. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to play that sound bit over and go. I'm at all comes. I was wrong. I was wrong. A new ringtone. I was wrong to say it was required. Um, so. Okay, I've learned something today. Thank yeah. you. I didn't realize that. I mean, I'm not exactly going to sit and fight people and say, oh, look, I don't have to sign. Andy said so. And he's a voodoo doctor from a James Bond movie, so watch out. But, um, yeah, look, when, when we roll the solution out in the financial services, there's quite long legal, uh, loops, sure. <laughs> loops and loops Jeez. that you've got to fly through to get the solution as an accepted solution. Mm. And in addition to that, we also had a, an independent review. Uh, a legal review done of the solution, both the software and the process that we take customers through. And in all cases, we, we check the boxes. So it is a, a fully compliant alternative for signing documents. Okay. All right. So did you have a question, Brett? Sorry. I'll, I think it's probably the question oh. you're going to get to. But, yeah, well, why do companies 
and it's very company focused. Uh, the, I mean, individuals will still use this, can still use this app. Um, but when you think about how much stuff MDs and admin and execs, and you were talking yeah. about admin at the beginning of the show, but uh, why do companies need it? Is it more a convenience factor? Is it a safety factor? Or is it a combination of everything? Yeah, look, um, to say that there's only sort of a business focus, um, I think there's massive applications for the individual as well. Sure, so, I yeah. mean, I use it in my personal capacity. All that timeshare you got to get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All, all the things that my wife sends me to sign yeah, off. I was going to say it's the will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your wife sent it. Just sign here and here. Yeah. In blood. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's mutually beneficial for both the customer and the, the companies that they're working with. Mm. Um, to increase the convenience for the customer, the company can build a better relationship with that customer. Mm-hmm. And through that way, they can drive sales. So uh, coming back to being a banking customer, for example, um, I get a mail in, my, in either my inbox or my junk mail, uh, where, which is a phishing attack. You know, and these things look really uh, realistic. You know, yes. You're tempted to open up these things and have a look to see if, it, if it's real. Um, and, and that exposes you to, you know, I said phishing attacks, but... There's sometimes even worse stuff in there like malware. Yeah. So Impression allows the company to open a secure channel directly mm-hmm. to that customer so they can send important documents right to their phone. Oh, wow. Okay. So we bypass the email and we open up a push notification that tells the customer, you've got an imported, important vetted document waiting for you in Impression um, that you, you need to review and sign and send back. So in terms of sifting out what, what is good mail, what is bad mail, and getting to those important documents, um, you, can, you can build trust with your customer. Um, I, I spoke about the convenience. Yeah. Um, we allow the, um, the customer to even take photos of paper documents. So if someone sends you a paper document that you need to sign, you can take a photograph of that paper document and we convert it to electronic format. You guys are clever, eh? That's amazing. <laughs> you can then sign that document electronically and you can send it back, attach it to your mail and send it back out. So the big click pen is hating you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, you can make music with a big click. click, click, click. Oh, you know what I mean. Okay, so I have just gone through what, what you're describing. So it was a bank. Um, I had to send them some document for something. Um, they sent me an email with a PDF. Now, and this is where I'm going with this. I got this PDF. Now, so they didn't have a bot or a phone. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, check. Um, no, I didn't hear the question properly. Um, so, <laughs> when are you going to Amsterdam? <laughs> There's going to be a cavity search waiting for you. I know people <laughs> at Oratumbo. You know that guy, Brett Lindsay? Just, I'm just putting it out there. So, uh, shit, I hope nothing happens to you because it wasn't me. Um, so basically, I got this document like in PDF form. And if you have PDF professional, like, you know, pro, Acrobat Pro, whatever they call it, yeah. you can type and write in that and edit on a PDF. So my first thinking is that I don't actually count PDFs as secure. In, in the definition of secure, the fact that you can edit a document when they launched PDF, like mm. originally, okay, that was the whole selling point is that you type a document in Word or you, or you, you develop a document, whatever, and then you inverted commas seal it in a PDF. That's mm. what it was. And it wasn't editable and everyone became happy and safe. Now, of course, we've got editable PDFs. Yeah. So the first thing that I say is, well, I don't trust a PDF for a document that's going to be binding. So now I get this document. I don't sign on it because I don't have pro. So I print it out. Now, as you said, 
if it comes from a fund, let's just be polite. If it comes from a financial or life or insurance institution, it's long. I don't think they have short documents. There's always the preamble, the terms and conditions, and everything that goes with it before you actually get into the one little signature line. So I print this thing out. Uh, I then took my phone. Brett and I have actually talked about it. Scanio, right? Okay. Scannable. No, I use Scanio. I use Scannable. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, Scanio, Scannable, Tomato, yeah. Tomato. We have spoken about it, yeah. We have. There's no reason why you can't use a phone to scan a document. Mm. I mean, let's be honest. They take yeah. great pictures. You put it on a proper surface. Better than fax machines. Correct. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> a fax machine. Check. He's sitting here with a book and like, I hope it's a moleskin. He hasn't got a Mont Blanc pen though. No, it's not, it's a not even a moleskin. Oh, you know. Well, you know it's, it's on cheaper. the Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We have to get you a moleskin. But, um, you know, basically I print this thing out. I, I, I take pictures. I send it back. I get an email. Sorry, the way you've sent the document back is not, uh, it's not scanned or something. You can, it's photographs. We can't accept that. I lost my shit. Okay. I phoned my private banker. I said, this is what I'm trying to do. This one, do you get a courier to come here with a document, bring it to me? I'll sign it and he can wait and he can go home with it because this is what I've gone through. She goes, you're not the first person to complain about that. So one, it's not green. Two, it's a pain in the ass. Three, I can't get it back into an e-format anyway. So the question that, that with impression, is it an app or do I, you know, because I always go to this because there's these barriers to entry and I, I defend apps till the cars come home, but I've also predicting and it's called futurology that we're not going to have apps in five years from now. Mm, that's a, all right. Cool. Okay. Well, let's, let's carry yeah. on that discussion. I'm glad that someone who's in the game actually potentially agrees or disagrees with me. So take us through if, if, if my bank had been using impression. How would that journey have been for me? Because I always like personal journey. Yeah. I, can, I can visualize it. Before I come into the journey, I just want to talk a bit about PDFs and security. Yeah. So when we started this journey, uh, we had a look at all the different document formats to try and determine which one was going to be the most secure. Um, Word and Excel and all those other formats, as you say, they're open standards. They're meant to be open standards, so they're difficult to secure. PDF, as you've described it, so just converting from Word to PDF and opening it up in um, Acrobat Professional, for instance, um, that's still not very secure. So no. PDF, as as a standalone PDF, is not secure. But what does make it secure is there's um, five or six ISO standards that deal with how you wrap a PDF in a particular way to make it secure so that you mm. can't edit it. Um, inside of Acrobat Professional or open it up in TextPad and hack away at the, the binary that's inside of that, that PDF. Yeah. So these ISO standards talk about using digital certificates. So I know this is getting quite technical, but there's digital certificate technology that underpins um, how we lock this document down. So behind every handwritten signature, um, we've got biometrics. So I'll talk a bit about the, the biometrics that we capture from that handwritten signature. But it also is, is underpinned with a digital certificate. So we have a look at that, that document in its entirety, and we generate a, a hashed checksum of that document, and that gets signed with a digital certificate stored inside of that document. And when you open up in either Acrobat Professional or Adobe Reader, the free version, you get that banner across the top with a green tick to say, this document has been signed uh, correctly and legally, and it hasn't been altered since it has been signed. Now, if you were to make changes to that document inside of, of Acrobat Professional, uh, it would then that, that green banner would disappear, and you get a red cross to say this document's been altered. Yeah. So the entire audit trail is what's important about how that document gets, gets changed and how we uh, certify it with digital certificates. Hmm. 
So that's the security aspect sure. of the PDF. But, I mean, people don't really understand that. And you, no. know, you mentioned phishing earlier. That's what got me thinking straight back to security. And I did say at the beginning that this was always going to be a discussion um, direction. But, you know, and I hate saying the older generation because, honestly, I fall into the older generation. <laughs> I mean, you do. I think if you're over 30, you're deemed to be post or rather pre-computer digital. Um I'm talking about the older generation, the guys that are in their late 60s, 70s, people that are still reliant on banking, even more so. They need to get cash. They need, they can be taken advantage of so easily. They just yeah. got used you to know. fax machines and now well, we got, <laughs> now you're being, hard. now you're just being nasty. <laughs> Sorry. <Ed>. Um, <laughs> you brought it up. Go yeah, on. No. It's a futurology show. We don't look back. <laughs> but the point is, is that, you know, if you, if you've got a product that's going to help you get that verification, which it sounds like impressions, it's going to help us meet that. Mm. Now take me to my journey. So did I need an app or, or did I just receive a link and then I do it all online? And then there's actually two parts to my question because I've asked this of our previous guests. Does it all run through your servers as in your company servers? Does it run through their servers? Where does the, where does the trail go and who's then obviously on the line if something yeah. does or doesn't go wrong? So because we're using that PDF ISO standard for wrapping up that transaction, you know, both the handwritten signature and the um, uh, and the PDF itself, um, as long as that process is indivisible, so you can't split it up, yeah. split up the signature from the actual document, then uh, you – sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so then you won't be able to – it doesn't matter where that document travels. Yeah, you don't break the chain of integrity th- or something. That, that yeah. chain is, is intact. Yeah. So when uh, going through your journey of what it would look like, let's say someone's trying to sell you insurance, so Liberty all day, yeah, <laughs> but but you actually want it this uh, time, okay, okay. so you've gone through the, <laughs> the the quoting process and they're sending you a proposal that they want you to sign. Mm. So either a broker comes out to you, or you go to your broker, or you go into one of their branches. But with the impression solution, what we can do is uh, send that that uh, app link firstly to your email. You need to get the app mm. onto your device somehow. So we need to okay. let you know that something's waiting. Okay, so there is an app environment. So there's a call to action to download the app. Yeah, which is free. Which is free. So you can get it from any of the the Windows Store, uh, the you Apple built for Store. Windows. Yeah, we really? built for all the platforms. You guys are Oracle you'll, platform, so yeah. You'll actually be surprised how much bigger the Windows platform from an app perspective is than Apple. App of the week on Windows. Next that week. that <laughs> silence that you just heard. We're like, no, what? <laughs> I just had to swallow. I was like, okay, I, I will be surprised, and please don't ruin my day. Today's Apple Day. Yeah, yeah. you can come next week and tell me how much <laughs> how much bigger it is. And uh, so there's a call to action to get this free app onto your device. And once you've got it, uh, we push that the the document that the insurance company wants you to sign directly into the app. So you'll get a push notification on any device mm. that says, look, um, insurance company XYZ has sent you something important. Please review it, sign it, and send it back. So the guy will click the push notification. It opens up the, the document in, in impression, and uh, he can then sign the document. So you can either add signature tags or click pre-embedded signature tags that are in the document, which locks that document down with that digital certificate. Just explain the, the, the signature tag. Um, so Acrobat Forms, you've seen it with SARS, right? with the SARS Forms where you've got um, text boxes that you can type into. You or type check your boxes. name, but the yeah. fact that you're typing it, it, yeah. it acts as a signature. So those are, those are tags. So okay. the signature tag is an example of just another box that captures these digital certificates in the handwritten signature. Okay. So it's just a pre-embedded place on the document where you can apply the signature. Mm. 
So once you've signed it, we can see that that document's been signed, and we immediately send it back to the insurer. So the process of having to print this thing out and sign it and scan it back, we've done away with all of that. And just literally on the device in a few seconds, you swipe your finger, you've signed the document, and you can send it back off. Okay. So here I go again, negative Nelly. Um, I've got some positives, so go for no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm just, I'm, it's just the questions are going to be asked. I can barely write nowadays. I mean, I live on a keyboard. I think when I, you know when you have to go to the police station and you have to write a statement, I leave there with extreme hand pain. I mean, I you know because we don't write anymore, we type. Yeah. So I've noticed over the years my signature's starting to look really cuck. It's looking tired. <laughs> now that's with a pen. When I try and use my finger, like um, I don't have a stylus. A I mean, I'm house. using a I'm using an iPhone, and I know you can get them, but it's not great. What? You can't. Uh, what I'm trying to get to, it's actually a positive. Mm. I'm assuming, though, the fact of the action, it's not so much the visual component of the signature. Mm. So whether I just put an X to belittle the system or I type my name, Brett Levy, the fact that I've done it on your app with a dedicated link, are you saying that would be binding? Absolutely. Because yeah. that, that, to me, I've seen so many cases in the past when they've now queried hand signatures and they say, well, I never signed that. I said, you did. That's your signature. Yeah. It's fraud. It's this. It's that. So you basically – because I don't think people are really understanding. That, to me, is where the benefit comes in. You've opened the app. You've clicked a dedicated link. It was created for me. You've signed it. However, that the, the fact that you've done something and pushed save, yeah. I assume, yeah, and then it's transmitted back. It's binding. So we, uh, you can take the GPS location, for instance, of where the guy has now signed yeah, this document. Expression, but yeah. yeah, okay. And you can put that right into the document. There's a nice little Google Maps link that you can click, and you can see there I stood in my house and I signed this document. At Bryanston. You can't see that I was in my pajamas when I signed it. But well, I've got bad news for you. My son would be able to move your document <laughs> to where's he now? I think he's in San Francisco chasing a salamander or yeah. something like that. I don't know. But uh, so one good thing, I mean, like I'm traveling now, so. My directors get information now that need signing. Uh, they need me to sign with them. I'm in a different country now. You can impression would basically make it available so that we can yeah. all have the same document as secure as it needs to be. Sign, sign, sign. Send back. Comes straight through to so, to your phone. You can sign it on the phone and you can send it huge, back. Huge win. That so is a huge well, win. I'm signing up now. <laughs> well, the, okay. So you you said the app is free. Yes. Okay. None of us own business for nothing. So I assume then the commercial model sits side. with the person that's sending you the document, and it's, is it transactional or do they just pay a license? Uh, uh, correct. There so, was two questions. <laughs> okay, but let me explain. Why I'm asking is, again, with all the innovators we've had here, there's been so many different models, and I, I get asked this question a lot by my clients. Do we go the software as a solution model? Do we go the license model, like you pay once and you use ultimate, uh, unlimited? Um, if you're a, Let's say you're a bank, okay? Would you then charge a per transaction charge, or is it a flat fee? And they, in other words, they buy a seat on your system. They they buy their own engine. How yeah. does that work? Or is it both? Um, we're very flexible with with the licensing model, and we've had to be because we're a startup. So when you're negotiating and it's a new product and you're trying to get it out there, um, people want all sorts of things as part of their licensing I know. model. I know. Now it's as we're growing and we're getting more customers onto it, it's becoming essential that we standardize how we price sure. it. So we've got two models essentially for enterprises, which is uh, there's an annual license fee. You know, so once-off license fee with annual maintenance and support after that, or it's a, a flat monthly fee. So we talk with them about their volumes beforehand and how many they plan to send, and then it's a, it's a fixed monthly fee too. Right, so it's not per transaction. No, no. And 
yeah, I've got a problem with per transaction models no, because, <laughs> you know, they make you lots of money, but uh, it almost incentivizes you to sign less mm. because, you know, True. you're being yeah, charged yeah. per signature. So yeah. you're going to try and sign as little as possible. Yeah. I mean, that's like the lawyer model. Hey, Brett, you, you know, you're smashing with a rod rather than incentivizing with a carrot. Yeah. Which is, I, I was very fortunate to have an, 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 a person in my family that was a very powerful attorney and he would never charge me for his time. Thankfully, I don't think I could afford an hour. Um, but he would always send me a disbursements bill. And this Oaks freaking disbursements bill, because that would just come from the secretary, you know, it was more than what any lawyer <laughs> would charge me all in, you know, because it's at that level. And as you say, each fax sent or each uh, phone call made, I'm like, well, stop freaking phoning people. Don't, you know. Um, so I, it's a, it's a basically a one-off uh, a monthly cost. So you will work with a customer because the reason I asked that, what about the small little guy? Yeah. You know, you're a startup. I mean, you've walked the small guy's shoes, you know, and it's, it's a lonely hard road. I mean, your techies wear out very quickly. So if you've got a company that needs to get documents, even like a courier, so you get a little startup courier that's like doing, well, let's talk about our friends, Bottles. You know, they're coming to your house now. I mean, I, and I'm assuming Bottles will be listening by now. We, we saw a tweet come back from them, but you, they, they come, they deliver. You order on the app, they deliver. They have to get some form of acknowledgement that they've delivered. A proof of delivery. Correct. Yeah. So, they're a small company at the moment. They might be growing. Would they be able to join Impressions as well? So I've actually got, again, two models there. Okay. So in the case of an app developer like Bottles, and we've actually got a live case with a company called Snapcart, and it's an app that I also recommend you guys take a look at. Snapcart. Snapcart. Brett's fingers are already going These top, guys want to revolutionize the courier industry. Okay. And so, again, there's, a, there's an app that's courier-facing, and there's an app that's client-facing. So once the courier drops the package off at the customer, he needs a proof of delivery signed. So how did they used to do it? The guy came with a piece of paper and, yeah. and you had to sign in the book or sign the piece of paper and get that back. So what the guys have done and they've, they've licensed it from us in this way is they've embedded our signature component inside of their app. Okay. So we've written it in so such a way APIs. that you can, APIs so it's an SDK okay, that you great. can put into, into your own app and companies can do it as well. It's not just for app, app developers. Sure. But they've added that signature component to their app to do away with paper proof of deliveries. Yeah. Now that's a massive, you it's know, huge. customer benefit and career benefit. It doesn't get crumpled. Benefit. It doesn't get lost. No, it's that's right. It's in the filing already. And again, GPS location. Yeah. So did the courier actually go to the place that right. he said he went to drop this package off? So I mean, it's just it's just changed the way that that sort of transaction approval works. You yeah. know, behind every transaction approval, there's a document. But because we're doing it on mobile devices, there's so much more that you can put behind it. So the, that, pen that isn't, the pen isn't as mighty as we thought it was in yeah, the past. Yeah. So that's, that's and look, with Apple as well, you'll see that uh, one of the things that I'm expecting to see uh, tonight at, at the Apple event. Good um, man. <laughs> Don't disturb him later either. Is the Apple Pencil. So yeah. the Apple Pencil coming down in price. Is, is coming down in price, but it's also coming down the, the device ranges. So there's even talk of it coming to the iPhone. It makes – you know – I can't believe I was going to say this. It makes sense. Steve Jobs is rolling in his grave. I mean, he used to always yeah. talk about you've got 10 style What Did we ever work out what the word is? Stylus. 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 Um, and now they've got the pencil. And now you're talking about yeah. software that will run it down. But let's be honest. When Steve and the iPhone and that came out, yes, that's what it was. We've evolved. You're sitting here today and you've been acknowledged by a company like Gartner because we've evolved and we're the Futurology show. I, I – used to carry that note, the Samsung note, because I liked the concept of being able to write with a stylus yeah. mm. when I write my notes. I can't write with my finger. I, I can't. I've tried. Mm. I've tried voice. I can't sit in a meeting and go, 
And he said this, and he, oh, hold on a second, I just need to go back. It, it picked up my wrong accent, you know. So it does make sense. And people are using iPads every single day, even little ones. And if you've got the Plus, the iPhone 6 Plus, it's a phablet, you know, and you want to be able to, to write. But the price on that, um, the price on that uh, pencil, pencil is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just stupid. I mean, you can go to the shop and buy something, it, it, it writes. Um, so you were saying you, you make an SDK and an API available. I mean, that's fantastic. That really is good. And something that's always impressed me, I'm a shopaholic when it comes online. Um, and take a lot. I get, a, I get an SMS that they're delivering today. I might not be at my office, but I get a notification that my goods have been delivered. So they're obviously using some form of digital signature or, or something that's integrating into a mm. system somewhere. Are they one of your clients as no, well? No, no, not yet. Okay. I like the yet. That's good. Um, but I definitely see the, the, the value in what you guys are doing. Are there any other case studies or, or applications where this works? I mean, I'm trying to get businesses out there thinking that are not like about the financial or, 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 or policy industry. Hospitals. So, I mean, there's a, oh, the, shit, yeah, the you know, the first thing oh, you do when you get to missions is there's long, you know, the guy sits with a printer and he prints this stack of stickers. I don't know if you've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. and they stick it onto the pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one of the things there is a bed letter. So to protect themselves on the fees that, that uh, you need to pay to make sure that you're going to pay if your insurance company doesn't, all sorts of clauses that you need to sign. Now, you're waiting to go into the ward, and they give you the stack of papers and sure. your initial clauses again. So a hospital is, is using it to sign their bed letters on, right. on admission. And, you know, I, I had an unfortunate incident where I had to take someone to hospital, and we were sitting. I mean, this person was blue. They, they weren't breathing properly. And all they were freaking worried about was filling out the form. And I yeah. said to the guy, here's my credit card. Yeah. Bill what you want. But just put this poor person in to emergency. That's why we're here. It's called an emergency. No, well, we've got to fill out this. As you say, the stickers. The, the quickest I, way is just to pass out. Yeah. yeah. Just pass out. He, he nearly they'll, they'll had. wake you up to Whoop. sign something. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, they, could now give you, they could give you the impressions app. Just put your You've finger in. You've got a lot of already on your pen, on your thumb. You know, we're getting towards the top of the hour. What about fraud? So, you know, you send it, you, you create a unique link. And that's why I asked, does it sit on your servers and it's your control? Mm. Um, I'm a Nigerian. I send your link to someone. They have to just click and sign it. It seems official. Um, is it because it comes from your server that that can't happen, mm. um, that I can't copy and paste? Or, I mean, I could copy and paste someone's email. Take us through how that could or couldn't work. So it's, it's actually an aspect that we patent, patented. We've got two patents in the product. And okay. one of the aspects was uh, 3D biometric signatures. Now, if you think about a signature, you, you probably just think of it as a flat 2D image scrolled into a document. But in reality, that signature is created by the movement of the pen in your hand in a three-dimensional space. Yeah, and the downward pressure on the paper. Yeah, and, and the way that you move your hand stays pretty consistent from signature to signature. Now, we've, we've taken, captured that information, and we apply that with that 2D information into the document. So that biometric information we apply into the document with that 2D version. Now, we call it biometric because it's unique to you. Okay. Um, how hard you press down when you're signing, how fast you move your hand, sure. even how high you lift your pen between pen strokes. Um, all of this uh, information is unique to yourself, and we can compare it like a fingerprint or an iris. Okay. So things like the, the note, for instance, has that capability. 
the iPad Pro with well, the Apple Pencil. Well, it doesn't Pencils at the moment. Yeah, I wouldn't hold that near my eye. It would blow up and blow my face. <laughs> yeah, then I've got the Note the 4. That, that was, yeah, that, that's a really fantastic product. I, I, I enjoy using that, that stylus. Um, I also need to be able to write with a pen the whole time. I'm not really good with my finger. Okay. Yeah, as you say. Well, I'm very good. You may see me in the traffic. I've got the most amazing finger gestures. <laughs> but, uh, so but the, the second patent was then how we, um, apply that 3D biometric signature to type and secure transactions. Okay. So I talked about how uh, you can't separate the signature out from the, the document itself. There is no copy and paste. That, that document needs to be one unit. Uh, the reason you do that is if we, if you gave us the signature and that set as its own piece of data floating around a server somewhere, True. it could be applied to things that you didn't anyway. give your consent to. So the reason why you signed and the signature itself need to be combined together. And that process is very similar to, to the way blockchain works mm-hmm. in how you add those two bits of information together as one, one unit okay. with that full audit trail. Awesome. Well, Brett, thanks for your Googling here. The plural of a stylus is a styli or styluses. Styluses. So styluses or styli or (laughs) don't say never gave you nothing. Yeah, no. You don't. I mean, you you confirmed it. I bet you you. confirmed it. So we have moved to the top of the hour already. Um, I think Andy, we need to have you back on when we do talk security because I think you're you're Ah, a font of knowledge and uh, I'd love to have you back. I was just thinking a show though with Andy and Candice because Candice. So we always talk about this this lady, Candice Doom. Doctoress Doom. She worked in the insurance industry against crime and poppy invasion and that kind of stuff. So it would be very interesting to see like the two of you kind of <laughs> like almost like, you know, well, I don't think so. It actually could become a glove match. We'll put them on separate sides. Yeah. Um, I look, it all helps innovation at the end of the day. Exactly. I so, think that's the key word. In yeah. fact, you're the first of the innovators to actually have referenced the word innovation. Innovator. Yeah. yeah. Innovation. I, I love it. I mm. mean, the, the, I'm, you know, my wife always says to me, the printer's not working. I say, why are you asking me? I don't know anything about printers. I don't you're print. IT, right? But I, but I don't print. <laughs> Have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> but I, I don't print. I don't believe in printing because what the hell am I supposed to do with that piece of paper afterwards? I've got it on a screen. I can take a photo. I can touch it. Mm. You know, you get a little simple app like Sketch, a Sketch where you can just draw over anything on your screen and save it. And I send notes to people. Mm. You guys use Slack. I mean, yeah, you can, Slack you can make notes and comments. So we have so many, but we've never had what you guys do, that actual bonding, here it is, you yeah. know. Um, and I'm sure the banks must love it because it, it costs like 150 to 200 rand to process an administration of anything. Mm. You know, in their human time, their paper time, or am I wrong, is it more? The storage, made, made the printing costs, yeah. the paper, the ink, the track, when they lose the documents. Oh, there's a great one. Hey. Before, before, we, before we wrap up, storage. Quick. Who stores it? The client. That's always the client. It's passed through. You don't hold it no, passes no, no. Okay, it's cool. Because I say through. your server farms yeah. is massive. No. Okay. Brett, before you go to Amsterdam, before yes. you find the coffee shops and all those wonderful things, before your cavity search, search Thanks, yeah. going there or back, I haven't decided yet, <laughs> the thought for the day. Uh, the thought for the day is actually very related to impression. I think it's great that you guys have in- innovated in an area of real-life use. I think a lot of innovators or wannabe innovators are looking for innovative opportunities rather than just saying, look at their real life and the, the, ne- the necessity that is there. And you guys have answered a real dilemma uh, in terms of security and, and availability. So convenience, you've, you've knocked it out the park. 
but it's just a great way of doing it. And then looking at your website, you've, you've taken that real world use and actually pushed it as the marketing. A lot of guys will say, cool, we, now we've developed this great new innovative product, but we have no idea how to make it relate to the people that are going to use it. And I think you've done a great job there. And I think that's, that's just a good, a good takeout from anybody that's out there looking to be an innovator or looking to start up a new thing. Real life problems need solving. Don't try and find the, the silver lining before you've even realized that there's a cloud to, to deal with. Nice. Yeah. Andy, where do we, where do we find you? What's the web address? Uh, so the website that Brett's talking about is www.impression-signatures. That's plural signatures.com. And we have tweeted it as well. So check out the, Thanks. the tweets and, uh, yeah, retweet and send it on. So we got all of that. So yeah, I think then, um, as I said at the beginning of the show, I can really now say, Thanks to MTN Business again for sponsoring our show. And until next time, keep your screens clean and I have lots of them and my knob shiny. This is CliffCentral.com.